0: Ah, you obviously know Kung Fu. Hey guys,
1: this is Yoshi Sidarso, and I'm the lead of the upcoming movie Buffalo Boys, and you're listening to the Kung Fu Drive In. Welcome to the Kung Fu Drive In podcast.
2: Adjust your speaker box, sit back, relax, and remember, your Kung Fu may be good, but mine is better. <laughs> My guest tonight is actor, stuntman, former math nerd, uh, and the oldest Power Ranger in Ranger history, Yoshi Sudarso. Yoshi. Thank you so much for joining the Kung Fu Driving Podcast.
1: Hey, what's up, man? Thank you for having me.
2: It's really, really cool to have you. Uh, I I just got done watching Buffalo Boys a a few nights ago, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, congratulations on that, man. That was a great time.
1: Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun to do.
2: Yeah, it was very cool. And uh, and we're going to get into some of your other work. Uh, But before we do all of that stuff, let me get an introduction to you. Uh, You are... Indonesian born is that correct?
1: Correct. I was born in Indonesia and I moved to the United States when I was nine years old.
2: Okay. Now, how did you first get involved with martial arts to begin with?
1: <laughs> Actually, to be honest, uh, it's because I watched a lot of. My dad loves Jackie Chan and you know you know Chinese Hong Kong films. Nice. So I watched a lot of that with my parents, mostly my dad. And Power Rangers, Kamen Rider, you know Ultraman, all of that stuff is really big in Indonesia. So I got cool. to watch a lot of that growing up. And it was like something that I never thought was real, but I tried to do on my own all the time. But the funny thing is my, my parents or rather my mom didn't want me getting into martial arts because she thought it would make me violent and dangerous or whatever, right? Whatever it was. Um, And, and, and in Indonesia, you know, there's a lot of like the spiritualism that goes with uh, martial arts. So I wasn't allowed to do martial arts. Um, And, you know, as a child, when you are told not to do something, you try to do it. Right. So I, I learned um, my dad had this book that had like, you know, the stances, uh, the Kung Fu stances. So I, I learned that and I, you know, tried to figure out the movements in between. And uh, watching the shows, I remember uh, the Green Ranger would do, you know, Tommy would do this jumping, spinning kick. So that was actually the first kick I ever learned. Wow. But I wasn't allowed to take actual formal martial arts training. So all of my martial arts training came from some sort of, I guess, media or (laughs) self-taught. A friend of mine, when I was in elementary, when I moved to America, he did Taekwondo. So he taught me whatever he learned that night you know in class and then he would bring it back to me so i learned a back kick before i learned the front push kick you know and stuff like that so i learned a lot of things out of order but i actually don't have uh, an actual martial arts background
2: okay okay but you're you're learning it obviously and uh, you're <laughs> yes, you've yeah. been, you've been putting it into practice but um were you ever exposed to any of those
1: indonesian styles when you were growing up I was not. I was uh, a bit too young and and it wasn't in the media, you know, even though you were in Indonesia, it wasn't in the media, you know, Silat was not uh, super popular at the time. And uh, so we, I didn't really know that there were specific martial arts to different countries. So when I learned about Silat, I was like, oh, I need to learn that.
2: From not doing any formal martial arts training. I I spoke to one of your colleagues, Yuji Okamoto, who's producing the Paper Tigers. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which focuses on three kung fu students. Right. You know, and you you guys uh, grow up into middle age and you come back together to avenge your your fallen sifu. So, for for kung fu film fans like me, that's a that's a cool project. It sounds like an awesome thing to be a part of. How did you get involved with that?
1: The casting director is somebody who one of my, one of the first casting directors who cast me in uh me and my brother in a commercial. So we kind of have a relationship and she was like, oh, you know, uh, we're doing this. I'm helping out with the film this time around and was wondering if you guys are interested in coming in and reading. Oh, absolutely. You know, I read the script or the, the the sides and it was really fun. And the concept was very interesting to me. It's not like something that's been done before, you know. Yeah. So I was really interested by it. And so I went in, uh, did, a, did a read. My, my brother and I both went in um, and we were able to play two separate parts and we got to be in the project together. So, you know, it's just like any other person, you audition and boom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, did you get involved in uh, fight training for the film?
1: Yes. So we did a little bit of, if I remember correctly, I think we did a little bit of choreo training work in LA first. And then, yeah, yeah, we did, we did a little bit of training um, with Kenny uh, who is a, badass and so swaggy (laughs) anything he does and moves with like looks so dope you know what i mean um he was our fight coordinator um and he we did some stuff with him in la and then we went to seattle and when we shot the rest of the stuff we had a day or two to work on the actual choreography and it was very interesting um i don't know if they talked to you a little bit about the choreo at all but the way they did the choreo was because it needed to be uh, basically all um in one shot wow. we had to do uh most of the fights in one shot so we had to have all of the choreo and it had to look super realistic because it was supposed to be on like a you know found footage so camcorder style so we couldn't do like a lot of the you know, miss hits and whatnot and playing to the camera because the camera moves and you move and you have to like kind of find it. It was a, it was definitely a bit of a, a dance trying to figure it out. It was a challenge for sure. <laughs> and something that I hadn't done before, but it was a welcome challenge as always.
2: Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny because you you mentioned that you're, you don't have martial arts training, well, formal martial arts training anyway, but right. Brother, you look great in some of those uh, trailers. (laughs) Thank you, thank
1: you. Um, I mean, to be completely fair, like I'm not, not you know, trying to boast or anything, but I I try to make it so that all the stuff that I've learned, I feel like I've learned from uh, the masters of these martial arts, and all the friends that I have are masters. So, yes, I may not have actual formal training where I go to class every week and you know work my way up getting a black belt, but I. I'm learning from the guys who did do that right, right. and kind of cheating and, and taking, you know, the bits that make sense for me and my body and the way I move and, and making it kind of my own. Um, and again, you know, a lot of this stuff is, it's always different when you're doing something for the screen and you, when you're doing it for real life, like if it was a real fight, you can bitch your ass, I'll probably be the first one to run out of there. <laughs> <butt whooped. laughs>
2: Um, and uh, speaking of learning from, from some, some masters, you had some great talent uh, with the Paper Tigers. You had Roger Yuan there and like you were saying, oh, Genki Tugua. Yeah. That's, that's not a bad uh, bunch of people to learn uh, martial arts from.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Actually, uh, Roger and I trained uh, together. Um, I came to train at 8711 for a while. Nice. And you know, he's there. So he was helping me out with a lot of stuff with the boxing and uh, some of the jiu that we do. Uh, at, at 87 not not for the film but it was cool to be able to work alongside him um afterwards it was cool because he was a last minute addition i believe and i was like oh roger <laughs>
2: nice another project that we talked about earlier buffalo boys again really great really fun film uh and uh cowboys and kung fu together that's a pretty badass combination can you uh Tell me about the film because from what I understand, you were uh, kind of a last minute addition to the whole process.
1: Right. So this project is a passion project of the director, Mike Willowon. He loves Westerns and he's Indonesian uh, or half Indonesian, half British, lives in Singapore, you know, all these stuff. But it's his passion project. And he's lo- he's been wanting to do this for quite some time and wanted it to be his directorial debut. And so... Being that it's his passion project, he's had this on the backburners for about two years. I want to say two or more, maybe three. So they had already cast everyone, um, and they they cast you know the main leads first, obviously. And um, so they were attached to the film for so long. And originally, the character that I ended up playing was for Joe Taslim, which is, oh, wow. as you know, is a you know badass. Badass he's in Warrior right now. He was in The Raid. Um, the night, you know, comes the for yeah. night Comes for Us. Night Comes for Us. So you know, he, he's a top-notch guy, but something happened, and he ended up having to be in Korea filming. He's well, he was filming another film, uh, and it just so happened that they needed to film the, right at that time, and it couldn't work out. They tried everything, so he had to uh, give up the role, and they scrambled to find somebody. This is, I think, two months before the uh, film actually, you know, started. Um, and so they were scrambling to find somebody. They, I think they auditioned in Indonesia and, you know, a couple of th- different things. Um, I'm not quite sure. Um, but then from my end, I just got a, an email from my agents like, hey, uh, there's this project that wants you. You got cast as this guy, Suo. I was like, cool. When did I audition for this? <laughs> I was like, I don't remember auditioning for this. They're like, well, I don't think you audition for it. But here's the script. Wow. I was like, is he? is he one of the lead what, what's what's this character like well we don't know we you know we did the alt 5 alt f and we his names come up all like a lot he's like either you're a main character or you're uh you just talked about a lot i was like cool uh yeah i'll take a look at the script but the character design you didn't have a character design for my character so i figured oh, it's supposed to be a small character and he just, they just talked about him a lot and also i was like you know, film in Indonesia. I'm like, who is this? What is this? I read it and it was the coolest script ever. It is cool. And it's just such fitting with my character because, you know, like I was, he was born in Indonesia, moved to America, comes back, has all this problem, trying to figure out the language, figure out the culture and keeps messing up. And it's, you know, so I was, I guess the perfect script. I was like, there's no way this is actually going to happen. And so I texted Joe because I had just met Joe like two weeks before and he said, anything you need in Indonesia, you text me. So I texted him. I was like, hey, man, you know anything about this project? Like, what should I do? What's going on? He was like, it's Buffalo Boys, right? I'm like, whoa, how'd you know? Uh, I, I, I just know what's around. I was like, OK. He didn't tell me he was originally cast. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> and then he was like, no, you'd be perfect for it. You should do it. And I was like, OK, uh, if Big Bro says to do it, I'm going to go do it. So I said yes, and within a week, I was in Indonesia prepping for the film. That's awesome.
2: Now, when was the last time you were back in Indonesia?
1: So I left when I was nine. Um, It wasn't until I was 18 that I kind of came back for like a week to see family. And then three years later, I'd come back for like a wedding, you know, four years later. You know, it was like very brief moments. The longest I stayed in Indonesia was about maybe a week or two at the most, Um, Right before Buffalo Boys, I had just gotten married and I brought my wife uh, to Indonesia to introduce her to the family and kind of have like a little uh, celebration, right? So that was the longest that we spent was like two weeks out there. And then, but I never spoke the language because, you know, I I heard my parents speak it. I heard other people speak it, but I would always speak in English and see if they would respond back. And I understood. (laughs) I can understand Indonesian, but I didn't I didn't realize how much I had lost. So when they gave me the script in full Indonesian, because originally I, wrote it, I read it in English, it was really hard, man. Wow. It was, I, I couldn't understand what it was written. I was like, what is this word? I don't know. So, and, and they didn't know that I was an action guy, so they, you know, they set aside a month for me to learn the choreo. We learned the choreo within uh, two to three hours. And I had already been a cowboy before, so I knew how to gunsling. Cool. which they also didn't know. Uh, so that was easy. And they were like, okay, well, I guess you don't have to prep so much. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> I need somebody to teach me the language. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's really
2: interesting uh, just because hearing the Indonesian on screen, it sounds like a, a pretty hard language to learn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it actually is like, It's similar to Tagalog, but a little bit less. It's, like, kind of almost Spanish-y, where we roll our R's. Right. um, And and it's kind of similar to, I guess, Chinese? No, maybe Japanese in the sense that they, they do this, like, uh up and down tona- uh, tonality you know and, and if you don't hit the tonation right it kind of sounds weird
2: yeah so i'm i'm filipino so i did seem to recognize a few words there because i i thought maybe it had to be similar to tagalog somewhat
1: yeah yeah there's actually same words like anak is the same word pinto is the same word yeah. you
2: know okay cool very cool
1: now the uh, the whole
2: indonesian film industry the whole action film industry has, has had a pretty good run with, uh, the raid, the night comes for us. You, you talked about a few things that Joe Taslim has been involved with. Uh, you've been in America more than you've been in Indonesia. Now, do you still feel that sense of pride as a, as an Indonesian, even though you've got absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yes, absolutely. Well, that was the thing is, uh, you know, when Umba came out, that was like the thing, you yeah. know, everybody wanted to knee somebody in the face. right? <laughs> <laughs> so, or like throw elbows. Um, and I remember I was like, man, that's so cool. And then a couple of years later, uh, everybody was like, oh, there's this new movie, The Raid. It's so dope. And I was like, cool, let's go watch it together. So we all go to watch it, and I'm like, whoa, hey, wait, I understand the language. Yeah. I mean, I kind of understand it. I can't, I can't speak it, but I can understand it. And I, I was like, wait a minute, this is Indonesian. I didn't, I didn't think that there was something coming from Indonesia that would come to America. And I was like, whoa, wait, everybody now it puts, puts Indonesia on the map. Like all my homies, they'll, you know, they kind of know each other. Like, Oh yeah, we're, we're Thai, we're Chinese. And, and I didn't have a group. I didn't know, you know, cause there's not many Indonesians out here. So having that, they're like, Oh, cool. You're Indonesian. You can understand the language. You know, like <laughs> they like boosted my cool points for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So it was best. It definitely, it still, it still hits home when, when I get that stuff.
2: All right. And uh, speaking of hitting home, You've got a, a really touching story from your Power Rangers days that uh, apparently stemmed from your days as an Indonesian kid in America. Can you uh, recount that tale for my audience?
1: Okay, yeah, uh, I think I know what you're talking about. There's a lot of like really touching moments with being a Power Ranger. That's the beauty of it is that you know it's not just a role; it's something that's it's a legacy, and, and everybody's everybody knows it, and it touches a lot of people. And uh, I think one of the biggest things was when I first got cast, uh, I was cast as a character who didn't speak perfect English. And it kind of upset me at first because, you know, I was like, well, you're going to give the Asian guy uh, a lack of English knowledge. I mean, granted, it wasn't an accent or anything. It's just like, the, it was a caveman character. So he didn't speak English. He didn't speak anything, you know? So when he had to learn, he, he had to think about his words before he spoke basically. So it was a stilted. um, And it was kind of upsetting at first and having to do that and everybody else got to speak normal English. And I'm the one, the only one in, in 25 years of Power Rangers that had to do this. Um, So it kind of upset me. And then when the episode came out, there was a lot of tweets um, revolving around that specific subject. And one of the coolest tweets that I got was from this kid, you know, younger kid and and he was I don't know how he had a Twitter, but (laughs) and you could tell like his tweet was Google translated. And basically what it said was that, you know, he's from Brazil and he doesn't speak a lot of English and he came to America and was bullied a lot for it. But ever since this new Power Rangers came out, he and his friends watched Power Rangers and, you know, people in his school. So when the character Coda came out, he could relate to the character and and he was hanging out with his friends and and they were all playing power rangers and then they were like you could be coda the blue one you know cuz he had that speech pattern and he was able to like hang out with them and and it pulled away from the bullying and you know brought him in because there was representation for him yeah. And I definitely felt that because when I came to America, we didn't know any English. So my brother and I, that's why we decided to stop speaking Indonesian for a while, was that we wanted to focus on speaking English perfectly. And we didn't have anyone to speak Indonesian with anyways, aside from our parents. So, you know, we got bullied for the first couple of years purely on the fact that we didn't understand what people were saying. I mean, um, and, 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 you know, that we had an accent and all this stuff. If... At that time, I had somebody on screen who was cool and had that um, speech pattern. Uh, things may have been different. So wow. uh, I'm glad wow. I was able to do that for somebody else.
2: That's very cool. Are, are you aware? Uh, well, uh, let me let me back up. Were you aware of the whole pop cultural impact that the Rangers was going to have on American youth? But I mean, obviously, you were uh, inspired by the Power Rangers uh, a little bit. Yeah. So were you aware that you were stepping into this, this whole pop movement
1: absolutely i'm like i'm a huge fan of the rangers like a little bit too much like i know pretty much everything <laughs> so i knew like oh you know the first 10 years it was with saban and, you know the next year it got sold to disney and then it got sold back to saban and then this season came after this season this and that actually one of the first things that got me wanting to act i guess i was <laughs> a little too old to be watching Power Rangers, but <laughs> I was watching it and I saw an Asian guy on there and I was like, I could be that guy. I wanna be that guy, you know, and and, and ten years later I decided to join the entertainment industry and I was like, that's a goal. That's I'm gonna cool. I'm gonna make it happen, you know, and um <laughs> and I got I had I actually had a chance to live through my dream. Um so yeah I, I knew I knew the legacy and I knew what I was stepping into, but I didn't know just how much it would hit me. Mm. like you know i didn't realize how much of the impact would be on me um and what it changed for me because i knew power Rangers was around but i i didn't know how big it was it wasn't like you know back in the day it it had changed so it was surprising to see that there's still a huge following for it and and that it that i was able to do something for you know the kids of this age or this time you know
2: Uh, And times uh, changed quite a bit because uh, at least by the time you were a ranger, you didn't have to be the yellow ranger.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You know, All right. since I'm a Power Ranger nerd, I will tell you. It was originally a Hispanic girl. The girl was actually supposed to be Hispanic um, on the pilot season. Well, the first actual pilot season because they did another pilot one before that. The first pilot episode had... Uh, a different Yellow Ranger. You can actually find it on YouTube somewhere. But it was a Hispanic girl and she bailed uh when the show got picked up. And that's why they chose an Asian girl. It was just the right person for the job. Wow. And it just so happened he, Saban, was not allowed to air the show in Germany because they had a black character. Oh wow. Um, yeah, this is just what I've heard. Um, I don't know how true it is. But he basically said, screw you and I'm going to keep the black character. So I know a lot of people were like, Oh, you know, but (laughs) the thing is power Rangers actually gave a lot of people their, their starts. You know, as a person of color, it's harder to find shows that are willing to put you on as a series regular, as a lead of a show and, you know, because of it, I was able to get that credit. So That's cool. I'm thankful for it. <laughs> and and if I had been yellow, I'd be cool with
2: that too. <laughs> for a lot of kids in that generation, though, uh, Power Rangers was uh, a representation and be an introduction to martial arts.
1: Yep, very true, very true. And you know, they had a lot of people who knew martial arts, and yeah. it was such a cool way to show martial arts. So I think it's a lot of people joined martial arts or started doing martial arts yep. because of it.
2: And uh, one of my previous guests uh, uh, wanted to uh, say hello to you. Uh, I believe you know him from your Power Rangers days, Sonny c Oh,
1: dude. Okay, did he tell you our story? No, 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 please do. Okay, all right. So I got into stunts first before getting into acting and all that stuff. Um, it just, I, it made sense. Uh, I could move, and, and there's more work in that. You don't see my face, all that stuff, right? So I was doing this commercial, no, no, not commercial, uh, music video. And, uh, I was cast, um, by, you know, the producers, you know, super cheap day job, like hundred bucks or whatever, you know, something stupid mm-hmm. that. And, uh, there was a stunt coordinator on set. Happened to be sunny, <laughs> and, uh, didn't think much of it. You know, he, I, I got put in a couple different costumes. There was a Spider-Man costume and all this other stuff. And then one of them was a Red Ranger costume, right? And that's with air quotations. I, you know, had to jump in the costume, and he was like, "All right, you're just gonna do this, a couple kicks, and then do whatever poses you want." So I was like, "How about this?" I did this and this and that, and then I did the original Red Ranger poses. Nice, because I'm a huge fan, (laughs) right? And and a geek. (laughs) So and then he he saw it, and he was like, "Huh, those those are Red Rangers poses." Nice. (laughs) And I was like, "Well, how how do you know that? You you're obviously a little older than me." Like I was a huge fan. I mean, well, how would you know that? Like, it's so specific. He was like, I, I, I do. Um, I basically managed the Rangers uh, in the live shows, and I've, you know, I was worked on the Power Rangers show for ages. I was like, <laughs> 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 don't just, you can't just throw stuff like that away like that. <laughs> Go back. <laughs> so he was like, yeah, I managed them for live shows and whatnot. He's like, oh, would you want to be a Power Ranger? I was like, dude, you. <laughs> what kind of question yes. That's funny. <laughs> so I was like, Yeah, absolutely. He's like, Okay, great. You've got a good build, you got a good, you know, seem like you got a good heart. Why don't you come to the office this weekend? We'll fit you in the costume. If you fit it, I'll put you in the roster and when we get the next job that needs another person, I'll throw you in. But you know, we have our guys. But if something happens, I'll throw you in. I was like, Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, absolutely. So I go and do this fitting and uh everything fit. It was great. And then he was like, cool. Yeah, I'll let you know. And it happened in like a week. He was like, Hey, a guy bailed. I need you tomorrow to be gold samurai. I was like, yeah, I'm there. (laughs) So so I go and do this job and it was just like putting on the costume, the the spandex. And it was, you just felt hella cool. Right. You had the helmet on and everything. I'm like giddy. And I do all of that. And then he like, He's like, hey, man, we have a photo shoot next week. Why don't you come in and be one of the Rangers for the photo shoot for the new show? It's like Megaforce or whatever. I was like, all right, cool. So I do that. And while we're doing the photo shoot, I see like the original Rangers suits laying around too. I was like, is there any chance we're doing the original Rangers too? He was like, yeah, we are actually. I was like, oh, my God. Is this for like the official stuff? He's like, yeah, man, it's for the official stuff. I was like, (laughs) I don't care what you do. Can I please be green? <laughs> <laughs> and one of the other guys on there heard and he was like, as long as I get to be white, I don't give up what you're wearing. I was like, cool, done. I call green.
2: Wow. Dreams do come true, kids. Dreams do come <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it does. And then, and then I worked with Sonny for like two to three years. And then that's how I met the actors. And then I asked them how, to, how they got cast. They told me the casting director's name. I looked her up, found her email, sent her an email, auditioned, and then bam.
2: Wow. Wow. (laughs) So are you like part of that whole Power Rangers Extend family? You get meet up
1: and hang out? Yeah, we we were supposed to do a dinner like this past week, but everyone ended up getting like booking stuff and getting busy. So like there was only three of them there. I couldn't make it. I was really sad. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it's like a family. You kind of just see each other at conventions or – whatever auditions and you're like you know we're family now like there's something stronger binding us all together even though we've never worked together you know the og rangers are like welcome to the family they want they're not like mean they're not like you know oh look at these stupid kids you know what i mean yeah yeah, it was like oh dude you're the new blue that's so cool like we're all blue blue crew i was like yeah
2: (laughs) i can tell how much of a rangers geek just from hearing you talk
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> no, that's cool though. That's really awesome because, again, for a lot of kids, that the Power Rangers were such an inspiration, and to know that you, as one of the Rangers, felt that whole geeky vibe and you absolutely reveled in it
1: is is pretty cool. Yeah, man. And then and then I got to hand off the torch to my younger brother
2: yeah that's cool too
1: <laughs> that was like the best thing actually <laughs> I didn't care so much about me being cast as much as I did that he got cast <laughs> and uh, he was a blue Ranger as well right he was yeah yeah it's, it gets confusing you know people are like oh which wait you guys are the, the Rangers right I was like yeah which one which one were, were the like the blue one I was like uh, uh, both of us oh uh, we <laughs> Were, you, were your characters you know like the same characters I'm like, no 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 are you guys related in the show no 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 no. i don't get it i didn't i was like it's just a new season yeah it gets it gets confusing
2: that's funny <laughs> um and do you have the uh, distinction of being the oldest ranger
1: in power rangers canon. i do i do i have that and i'm also the first indonesian power ranger wow mm-hmm. very cool you know, speaking of that, though,
2: um, as an Asian actor, do you ever feel that burden on your shoulders to to
1: represent as an Asian? Absolutely. But, he, it, like, this is something that we always talk about, you know. We definitely, like, we want to represent. We want to we kill it every time we're on set and make sure that we're not, like, jerks to people, you know. Make sure that, you know, we're showing the name in the good faith and that people are like, oh, man, like, you want to work with Asian actors, that kind of thing, right? But also, at the same time, it's like, A lot of people, a lot of, since there are so little Asian content and Asian characters, a lot of people are like, oh man, like I never did that when I was younger, but we all are different types of Asians, right? We all have to show our true, you know, Asian life that we had and we led and the stories that we leave and what we leave behind. But yeah, there's absolutely, I guess not so much a pressure, but it's more of like a, a duty to do so. And a duty that I... Don't mind whatsoever. Cool. You know?
2: Very cool. All right. Let's do a quick lightning round. You ready?
1: Oh, gosh. I think <laughs> <he's> horrible.
2: <sighs> All right. First thing that comes to All your right. head. All right. Aside from you, who's your favorite Power Ranger? Uh, Peter. <laughs> nice. What's the eighth digit of pi? Eighth
1: digit of pi? I have no idea. Oh, you're a math nerd. Come on. Was a math nerd? Okay. What? What? Three point four one blah blah blah. blah. (laughs) I think you messed it up already at
2: the three point (laughs) four, (laughs) but
1: oh man, there goes that. All right.
2: Um, What superhero or villain in the Marvel universe is waiting for you to play him?
1: Ooh, Shang-Chi.
2: Nice. Have you seriously given that role some thought?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, every role I give thought to and. Shang Chi is such a dope character. Absolutely. I think he's underutilized. Um, I I'm more of a DC character for sure, but uh, for Marvel, it makes sense to have that. But to be honest, my dream dream is for a DC Nightwing. Like to have an Asian Nightwing would be the coolest thing ever. That'd
2: be awesome. It would be. <laughs> I
1: mean, he's a circus performer. You know. Yeah. I mean,
2: Kid from China, I don't know. Yeah, and uh, for anybody that uh, doesn't know what Yoshi Sadarso looks like, if you uh, go to his Instagram, the dude never wears a shirt. All right. Sir,
1: fair point. Yep, fair he point. doesn't
2: wear a shirt for a reason. He's <laughs> like a diamond. It's ridiculous. Um, so uh, you, you mentioned uh, somewhere while we were talking that you didn't want to show your face. He's also super handsome, everybody. Okay. So I, I don't understand what he's talking about here. Um, and just to uh, explain my 14 uh, year old daughter uh, wanted me to make sure that you knew that your let me. I'm trying to get this right. Your blonde man bun days were your best look, and uh, you're adorable. So there you <laughs> go.
1: <laughs> I do. I do miss the long hair and the blonde, but it just takes too long to do <laughs> that awkward stage, man. It yeah. takes too long.
2: <laughs> All right, back to the lightning round. Ready? Right. What's your uh, favorite workout in the gym?
1: Favorite workout in the gym. Uh, I love doing dips. Least favorite. Least favorite.
2: <laughs> <legs>.
1: <laughs> because i already do legs i i do flips and yeah. i do kicks and then i do squats and i'm like oh everybody God. hates
2: leg day i can't kick anymore <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: all right what's your go-to cheat day meal
1: oh hot cheetos well, okay well that's not fair though because i don't have a cheat, day. I ah, cheat every nice.
2: day how do you cheat every day and, yeah. and maintain your physique
1: i do intermittent fasting
2: 16 8
1: uh yeah so well i do um Basically, 1 o'clock to 9. So, yes,
2: Wow, wow. All right.
1: So, 1 to 9. And it works for you. Yeah, it works for me. Um, I don't generally get hungry, and I train in the morning. So, I'm training, and I forget all about it. And then I get home like, ooh, I'm
2: hungry. (laughs) 1 o'clock, done. All right. What's your favorite curse word in Bahasa? (laughs) (laughs) I won't ask to translate that, but I will uh, look it up later.
1: (laughs) Oh, actually, so… Anjir, or an, it's its the slang way to say anjing. Anjing just means dog. But the beauty of it is that it is such a versatile bad word that it means anything and everything you want it. <laughs> that was the thing with the raid, that they said anjing a yeah. lot. And it, it was like translated to bitch you know all that stuff they changed it to whatever and i was like they're just saying dog it's it's
2: fine guys <laughs> all right very cool a new uh weapon in my arsenal um exactly and uh a final uh lightning round question and i hope you get it right but what's your favorite podcast about kung fu martial arts movies and entertainment
1: you know it's a hard one but i'm gonna have to go with kung fu drive driving awesome, <laughs> awesome.
2: <laughs> all right what is next for you i know you have uh, million mammoth was out there uh what else is going on with you
1: yeah, okay, so uh, Buffalo Boys is actually coming to Walmart in uh, DVDs. Oh, very cool. Um, yeah, so we're finally getting DVDs. Uh, it was out on iTunes. Now it's getting a physical copy, which is super exciting because I love having physical copies. Um, I have a lot of short projects that are coming out now. I, have, My brother and I just finished something called uh, Monkey Prince and the Flower Maiden basically tells the story of the the sons of the Monkey King nice. because this, the Monkey King story has been told so many times. But we want to talk about his sons. And Peter plays a younger brother. I play the older brother, and we get to you know be on set together. Uh, that's coming out soon. Um, I just finished something called Arthur with Brian Sloyer, who is a badass martial artist, and fma practitioner he's dope you should probably have him on your podcast awesome um he makes amazing content on youtube so there's a lot of stuff that's going on it's pilot season um once we're done with this i might go to indonesia and do a couple movies out there
2: nice nice all right where can fans go to follow you i know you're on instagram uh again guys if Mm -hmm. you're going to go to instagram just be prepared because no shirts all right (laughs) but where else can fans go to find you
1: you can find me on Instagram and Twitter under the name at Yoshi underscore Sudarso. And, uh, that's probably the best way to find me. Um, anything else I post will be on there. Uh, those are my more, uh, I guess used, uh, social media. Okay, leads. And,
2: uh, you and your brother are YouTube stars as well, correct?
1: <laughs> we did a lot of YouTube uh, stuff back in the day but it was mostly for other people but yeah yeah, we, we did a lot of YouTube so yeah very cool we have a, a channel called Apartment 210 mm-hmm. that we're not really quite using as much anymore but uh, <laughs> if you're YouTube us you'll find it alright
2: so YouTube uh, Twitter Instagram uh, he's probably on Facebook as well uh, Power Rangers Buffalo Boys is on iTunes right now and it'll be coming out uh, on uh, hard copy. Uh, in walmart very soon the paper tigers will be coming out in 2019 i know they're in pre-production or at least uh, discussions now i think there's some casting going on still but uh that should be coming out and that's something i'm really excited for yoshi Sadarso you're doing some good stuff man thank you so much for coming by and i wish you the best of luck brother
1: thank you i appreciate it
2: <laughs> thank you so much to yoshi Sadarso for taking the time to talk with me very cool dude with some very cool stuff in the works Buffalo Boys is out now on iTunes and will soon be out on the shelves of Walmart, so watch for that. His short film, Arthur, is on YouTube now as well, and I'll post links to that in the show notes so you can go check that out. And be on the lookout for more news on the Paper Tigers as that moves into production for 2019. And you can follow Yoshi on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, so holler at him and let him know that you checked out the interview right here. And give me a follow as well on all my socials. Just search for the Kung Fu Driving Podcast and you'll find me, or you can email me, kungfu.driving@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I'm easiest to spot on Twitter where you can catch me and my podcaster pals at the hashtag castaways. So give them a listen for some other really great indie podcasts. That's going to wrap it up for now. So until next time, Poison Clan, peace.
0: Poison Clan rocks the world. to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, and get getting drunk and then we're fighting ha. This time it's warm, we smash the place up with our dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, and get getting drunk and then we're fighting ha. This time it's war We we'll smash the place up With a dragon claw I see the iron fisted bunk Before the daily prayers Shouting monks on their hands Running down the thousand stairs The fatal leak Lee Now's in King New's hands With the fearless idea, roaming over the lands Yeah the little big soldier Is older and wiser He wants a world of peace Because he doesn't want to fight you got the venom mob Laying down the law Bruce Lee delivered kicks Guaranteed to great jars Fight for the cars Then pause here The applause Not a yen back kicks Will defeat the outlaws Very good But more don't hit back Yeah, the death jewels here David D is coming back The Tai Chi master Jetley's even faster Good had a little drink Because he is the drunken master Once upon a time I shine, China and Kwan is real fine But see, magic on his spine up. Golden Swallow has arrived shan chi movies Will the hero survive? We've got the Brave Archer Make his way to the top Of the mountain gonna fight May as well pick the spot Yeah, the sky goes black Cut the vampires back we got Lam chi ying To kill them all To so stand back He plays the black magic On the soul of the sword and our sword will travel until his body's on floors. Yeah, Wing Chun Shaolin in man is style. Yeah, defeat the enemy and watch run for miles. Blood will spill now on the mountaintops when we bring back the soul of the legendary Pops. Walk to the tea house, ready for some action. Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting, ha. This time it's warm, we smash the place up with our dragon claws. We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action. Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting, ha. It's time it's war we smash the place up with a dragon claws See, it's a game of death, yo, you're facing the big boss It's once upon a time in China on the TikTok The shogun assassin slashing blood or just drip, drop The head kick, neck drop, balance the not stop Wanna kill Bill, better get the assassins He's got her, my in Yellow, but she is in the dragon, but in the tea rooms That's where it'll happen, she got the parties on the floor, when the blood it'll splatter against the walls Don't fear at all, she kill them all There's always blood spilled when you head into a war Fearless, Unleashed, the fifth legend that the car jet I'm bolo young, yo, I'll always be a beast You rumble in the bronze, yo, I'm rumble in the In It's simple, see the facts are these There's only ever gonna be one Bruce Lee Welcome to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we get it drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's one To smash the place up so with a dragon class We walking to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we get a drunk and then we're